Good morning, good afternoon, you know, it could be good evening, welcome to English on the Road, welcome to a catch up with Ronin. So on today's English on the Road, we talk about the two expressions, it's been a minute, and like something from a picture or like something from a postcard, and then we get into the juicy information where we talk about bears, bears, bears. Like, have you ever seen a bear? What do you do if you see a bear? Do you have bears in your country? You should sit back, relax, grab a pen and paper, write down the key information, and most of all, have a good day. I'll talk to you soon, folks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everyone, and I'm glad you're all here. So on the last a Catch Up with Ronin, I spoke about wildfires. I spoke about being on cloud nine. I spoke about my name and I spoke about swimming. And guess what? Today will be totally different. Kinda. I mean, like a little different. Anyways, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Not an hour. Just a minute. Like, how long is a minute? A minute is 60 seconds. And it's clearly been more than 60 seconds since I was here. So in English, we use this phrase, it's been a minute, when it's actually been a very long time since we did something, since we've seen someone, or since we were anywhere. Let's be real. I haven't done a catch up with Ronan since the start of August. And now it's the 24th of August. Is that a long or a short time? It's a long time. So therefore I can say it's been a minute. We use this usually when we see someone we haven't seen in quite a while. Like if I have not seen my friend Paul in a year, I will say to him, Hey, Paul, it's been a minute. It makes no sense. But to be honest, not a lot of things in English make sense. Okay? So anyways, let's just kick this podcast off with today's topic, which is Revelstoke National Park. The beautiful town of Revy, as it's called. Revy is the name all the cool people say. So this is a nice quaint town which is situated on the Columbus River. It is surrounded by mountains and is drop-dead gorgeous. Now, I know, I spend a lot of time talking about how beautiful places are, so let's skip all that bullshit and talk about why. Talk about the reason why I was in Revy. I was in Revy, wait for it, for hiking. What a surprise. I'm a little bit predictable. As often as possible, I will be in the mountains. So, myself, my girlfriend, and our buddy went up to Revy to camp and to hike. We went hiking in Revelstoke National Park, which is something you must look up. We hiked, I think, about 23 kilometers to three different lakes. 
We hiked to Jade Lake, we hiked to Eva Lake, and we hiked to Miller Lake. Three lakes which you should 100% look up on Google right now because they are magnificent. Like, like something from a postcard. Boom. That's the first big expression. Like something from a postcard. This is something we say when we come across a place of severe natural beauty. Like the mountains. Our lakes. Our lakes in the mountains. You know when you see that one place that just takes your breath away? That makes you gasp? That's when you can say, this place is like something from a postcard. This is also a phrase that we can use with straight out of. It's straight out of a postcard. That lake is straight out of a postcard. Eva Lake is straight out of a postcard. Miller Lake is straight out of a postcard. Jade Lake is straight out of a postcard. Can you think of anywhere in your city where you could say this area is something like a postcard? Can you think of anywhere in your country where you can say this place is straight out of a postcard? So, back to the story. This national park. Well, when you arrive to this national park, you drive up a big road of about 23 kilometers, all solid uphill. You are climbing to some real heights. We get to the top of the mountain, pull up in the car park, we put our boots on, we get walking, and the first thing that you see is a big sign which says, Grizzly Bear spotted in the area. And now that is not fun. The chances, like I know, the chances of running into a grizzly bear are slim to nil. It's extremely unlikely that you'll meet a bear when you are out hiking. And for the average Canadian, I'm sure they, they probably don't pay too much attention to these signs. But for me, coming from Ireland, coming from a land where there are no predators, this is something. I can't help but think that around the next corner... There's going to be a bear. Behind that rock, there's a bear. I heard a noise. Is it a bear? I was always thinking about bears on this hike. You know, you're supposed to have your bear spray and bear bells with you, and we had neither. We left the bear spray back at camp, and we left our bear bells. Well, I actually don't even have any bear bells. Bear bells and bear spray. Bear spray is like pepper spray for bears. Really, really strong stuff that you spray into the bear's face when it's trying to eat you. Okay, ideally, you should try to spray it before the bear eats you, and hopefully it won't. And bear bells. Well, these are bells that you attach to your bag or to your hip, and every time you walk, they ring and make noise, and thus they tell the bear that you are getting close and will hopefully scare the bears away. You know, some people call them dinner bells, and I will let you think about that for a moment. Why do you think 
people call bear bells dinner bells. It's a good one. So let's talk about bears. When I got home, I did a little bit of research on bears. And I'm just going to read you some facts about bears. So try to catch some of the main details about the bears. Are you ready? There are two main species of bears that live near Revelstoke. Black bears and grizzly bears. Most adult black bears range from 70 kilograms to 150 kilograms. Their ears are large relative to the size of their head. Black bear claws are short and highly curved. Having evolved in forested environments, they typically resort to climbing trees when threatened. On average, grizzly bears are larger than black bears, typically ranging from 100 to 250 kilograms. Much larger specimens are known on the Pacific coast where bears can have access to salmon runs. These bears have ears that are proportionally smaller than black bears. A prominent shoulder hump of a muscle can help distinguish these bears at a distance. The extra muscle mass assists the bear to dig for bulbs and rodents with its long, up to 10 centimeters, relatively straight claws. The claws will be worn shorter as the summer progresses. How cool is that, guys? How crazy is that size? So like 70 to 150 kilograms for black bears, but 100 to 250 kilograms for grizzly bears. That shit is wild. And did you know that a grizzly bear can run about 35 miles per hour? That's the crazy thing. So like... If one of these bears chases you, you're not going to make it. You have 250 kilograms of solid meat running towards you at 35 miles per hour. Good night. And it's also interesting to note how the bears on the coast are bigger than the bears inland. The bears by the Pacific Ocean, which have access to salmon are bigger. That's scary. I read that they can get up to 360 kilograms. Wow. I mean, I love bears. I have no problem meeting a black bear, but meeting a grizzly bear, no thanks. So let's look into some other things in a little more detail. We're going to look at three things right now. Number one, stay alert on trails. Number two, is the bear aware of your presence? And number three, if you see a bear by the road. And then we're going to explain them all a little bit. So the first one, stay alert on trails. So to minimize the potential of a bear encounter, there are a couple of things that you should do. But first of all, can you think, can you actually think of anything that you can do to minimize, to reduce the potential 
of meeting a bear if you're hiking because there is actually a lot you can do you know they always say you need to stay alert on the trail and here are a few things that you can do make noise look for fresh bear signs travel in groups keep your dog on a leash carry bre- carry bear spray and know how to use it and if you encounter a bear give it lots of space so let's listen to those again make noise look for fresh bear signs travel in groups keep your dog on a leash carry bear spray and know how to use it and if you do encounter a bear give it lots of space you know like overall one of the best things that you can do to reduce the risk of meeting the bear is just to make noise believe it or not the bear is actually more afraid of you than you are of it you want to make sure the bear is aware of your presence because the last thing that you want to do is to scare or to surprise the bear because if you surprise a bear they're probably going to get a little bit scared and if they're scared they might get angry and they might chase you so for example if you do scare the bear well bears may bluff their way out of an encounter by charging and then turning away at the last second so listen to that again bears may bluff their way out of an encounter by charging and then turning away at the last second that is crazy so essentially if you come across a bear it might run towards you as fast as it can its big teeth out and at the very last second the bear will turn direction and run another way that's called charging charging you know some bears may act defensively by woofing or growling or snapping their jaws and putting their ears back i mean i can't think of anything more scary than meeting a bear and having it charge at you because what are you going to do you can't run because if you run it'll just chase you and eat you you have to stay your ground which is insane so like if you do meet a bear here's a couple of things that you can do stay calm your calm behavior can reassure the bear screams or sudden movements might trigger an attack so if you do meet a bear don't scream at the bear because the bear will be thinking who the fuck is this these guys are loud i'm threatened and the bear will attack you can also speak to the bear and this is one i find hilarious but also very important you need to talk calmly and firmly to the bear 
Because this will let the bear know that you're a human and you're not an animal. And if a bear rears on its hind legs and waves its nose about, it's trying to identify you. So like a lot of people, when they hear a bear or they see a bear, they'll talk to it and be like, Hey bear, let's be friendly here. Let's not do something stupid. I'm a human. You don't want to eat me because if you eat me, someone's going to have to shoot you. Come on, bear. Let's be friends. My name's Ronan. Let's go for a beer. Something like that, you know? Back away slowly. You know, you never want to turn and run. You never want to run away from a bear. It sounds insane. But if you run away from a bear, that bear is going to chase you. You should always make yourself appear big. You know, if you got small children by you, pick them up, put them on your head or something. You want to make yourself look ginormous. Put your arms out. Because the bear is going to look at you and be like, holy fuck, this, this thing is huge. I'm getting out of here. Whereas if you're tiny, the bear will be thinking, ooh, that's a snack. And the last one, do not drop your pack. Like if you have a backpack on or something, don't drop it because this can provide protection. You know, if the bear takes a swipe at you, well, it might hit the bag and not you. But yeah, generally speaking, you don't let go of your bag. So just to revise those, that if you do ever come across a bear, stay calm. Speak to the bear. Back away slowly. Make yourself appear big. And do not drop your bag. Now, one place where people see bears a lot is by the side of the road. And if you see a bear by the road... Slow down. You know, do not speed up in your car. And really, just consider not stopping at all. This is like a huge thing in Canada, where, especially in tourist season, a lot of people are driving, they see a bear on the side of their road, and they pull over, and they want to take pictures of the cute bear. That's extremely dangerous for a load of different reasons. You know, like, this bear is just out to get some food, it needs to eat a lot of food because winter is coming and it needs to get fat. And then if you like pull over and look at the bear, he's going to be thinking, what the hell are you doing? Leave me alone. I'm just here trying to eat food. You know, you want to give the bear some space. So like if you do decide to pull over, I mean, don't get out of your car. You know, that, that's like number one. Do not get out of your car. Do not feed the bear. That's a massive problem. People feeding bears. And if you do stop, like be aware of the traffic around you. Use hazard lights to alert other drivers. Watch for a few minutes, take a quick photo and move on. Because it's not safe for people and it's not safe for bears. So, that's a lot of information about bears, right? 
you might want to go back and give it another listen. There was a lot of shit thrown at you there. Like, here's some questions. Do bears live in your country? Like, do you have bears where you live? When you go hiking, do you ever come across any wild animals? And are they dangerous? Can you describe what to do if you see a wild animal in your country? Like here, I gave you some advice on what to do if you see a bear. I gave you advice on what to do to try and prevent you from seeing a bear. Because, look, bears are really cool, but you don't want to meet a bear. That's why you make lots of noise. That's why you have the bear bells. Ding, 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 ding. The bear hears the bells and it runs away. Can you think of a wild animal in your country? How big is the animal? How fast can the animal run? How heavy is the animal? What does the animal eat? Can you say all that in English? Because, like, this podcast is all about bears. But let's be real. I mean, you should listen to it, catch some of the vocabulary, catch some of the phrases, and try to change it for something in your country. So yeah, overall, I went to Revelstoke. I went hiking in the mountains. I camped and it was fun. I went to some beautiful lakes. I researched bears and now... That's it for this episode of A Catch-Up with Ronan. And this is number six. So you should look at the description of this podcast because I've actually put some links below in the description. I put some good links on how to use bear spray and how to be more bear aware. Now, it doesn't matter. Maybe there are no bears in your country, but go look at those links because they're actually just interesting and there's one or two really good videos of, like, grizzly bears. You also need to go back and listen again. Listen to this podcast a million times. Write down any new words, any new phrases. Look them up. Be an independent English learner. And one more thing. Share. Share this beautiful podcast. You know, do me a favor. Do me a solid Share this podcast with a friend or an enemy. I'm not really picky. But yeah, I'll try to be more consistent with a catch-up with Ronan. My name's Ronan, folks. And I really hope that you enjoyed it. And I really hope that you have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was a catch-up with Ronan 6. I'm telling you, I love bears. I absolutely do. And if you want to learn more about bears, just check out the description below because I put in a couple of links to um, to different videos about bears. For example, there's one there about the salmon run for the bears on the Pacific. There's one there about uh, shows you how fast a grizzly bear can run and just some other bits of general information. So my name is Ronan. You know that. Please like this podcast, please share this podcast, and please let me know if you have any questions. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I almost forgot, transcripts coming soon.